This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. It's a problem. Um, in the Aserza Dibris, you have first Anochi, that's obvious, and Loia. Those are the first, the primary Tzivuyim that you would expect, establishing that there's Rebbein Shalom, who's Mashkir and Bria, and a second uh, Inyan that you're not allowed to have other gods. The next one is Loisisa Shemelakech Lashav. The Issa of Shuashav. So, obviously, there's something about this Tzivui that is as close as you can get to Ikri Amuna. It's not something that is another Avera, because it comes right before Shabbos, which is the Kvias of Amuna and the Bria. And this over here seems to go to the heart of Amuna. Yes, it's not respectful <coughs> to use HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name falsely, uh, in vain, but still, is there any, is there any Iker Amuna? I mean, Shabbos is, Shabbos is the physical manifestation of Amuna. HaKadosh Baruch Hu on six days, and, and the seventh day he was Nach. So you would expect this Loisis Hashem Hashem Al-Kechel to be also something which is an embodiment of a certain concept of Amuna. In the in the in um, Loisisher there are two isurim associated with shvuos. One is called shvuah sheker, and one is shvuah shav. So a shvuah sheker is something where 
you swear falsely. Somebody owes you money, doesn't owe you money, you don't owe him money. Those are types of shavuos that are sheker, and we understand those to be wrong, obviously, for many reasons. Shavuos shav is a strange type of shavuah. It's where a person swears on day that it, on night that it's day, etc. Um, or he swears on night that it's night and on day that it's day. So it, if it's so obvious that the person is saying something false, that the shavuah doesn't help any, or there's no need to swear on it, that's called a shavuah shav. It's kind of strange. I mean, it's hard to, to believe that it's so common um, that people swear falsely for money. You know, to, they, they want to lie and get ahead of, uh, and gain something. That, that makes a lot of sense. Even on that, Chazal say people are nizer. But that a person would swear that it's day outside, a person is kind of strange if he does that. Or if a person would swear it's night outside. It's also, it doesn't seem to us as being of any particular practical significance, not that it wouldn't happen that, and yet of the two, um, we would expect if you needed a Saras Adibris to pound that in, th- the second one, which is a Shavuah Sheker, that's the one that you would need to, to emphasize. People are, are nichshel on that because they, you, know, they, you lie and then somebody calls you lie and you swear on it, and that's the type of thing that becomes an issue. Over here, Shavuah Shav, it's, it's wrong, it's, it's kind of just playing around with Hashem's name, but it doesn't sound to us as if that's the most terrible thing that you need to want as a Dibris. It's interesting, the Targum does try to incorporate both. The Targum says, You shouldn't swear using Hashem's name to no purpose. Kaddish Baruch doesn't clear anyone who swears falsely. So the Targum tries to weave in the concept of both types of shavuos as part of it. Rashi just says, Leshav. They have a parenthesis that the, the Shane is Lashen Sheker, but he just brings the Nishba Leshanois as a Yadua al Amuchel Evan Shulzohov and so on. That's, the, that's what he, he says. Zanishba Lechinim Lehevel and so on. So we try to understand a little the concept of Shavuah Shav in a way that is um, th- that is meaningful in, in Ikri Amuna. I, I want to go to a very, very different place f- where the word Shav is used and it's a strange context. It's also, it's, it's hard to understand, it's puzzling. Chazal say on Esav, they darshan on the name Esav, Ru'u Shav Shabarasi. Look at something that I created. Shav means for no good reason, for nothing. Shav means for naught, for no good reason. So, what does it mean? Akash Baruch Hu created Esav Leshav. I mean, Chas Sholem, that we would say Akash Baruch Hu created something for no reason. And um, there were one or two places it says on Bavlim there's Mischarit, Akasdim is Mischarit. But here it says Leshav Barasi, Barasi Shav. It says not Leshav Barasi, but Barasi Shav. I created it for naught. Very, very hard to understand what that could possibly mean. So let's speak a little bit about um, about the Indian of Shav and where it comes in conflict with one of the Ikri Emuna. Um, we say that Hashem's name, 
the main name of Hashem Yudke Vavke stands for Hoya Hoya Viyir. He was, he is, and he will be. So, what does that mean in terms of? Let's let's think about it a little bit. In terms of right now, if I make a statement about something that was, if I say that there was a person in this room 10 minutes ago, so I'm saying edus, I'm saying a fact, I'm either saying a fact or lying, but I'm, I'm, I'm affirming something that I can actually be positive about and say, yes, there was a person here. Um, and certainly say there is a person here in the room, and that statement is also um, meaningful, and I can attest to its truth. When I say that something will happen, um, even if I firmly believe in myself as a great predictor, at the end of the day, I'm still not certain. Obviously. I mean, there's nobody, when people say I'm sure 100%, all I can say is based on previous experience, it'll be this way. There's no such thing logically, rationally, that a person can say a definitive statement about the future. It's it just by the nature of it. I can say definitive past, I was here, I saw the evidence of it. I can say definitive about the present. The future, I can say it's reasonable to expect. If any of you have ever looked at the fine print of a, of a financial prospectus, you know, it, it, on top it says how wonderful the product is, and then there's a lot of fine, this, this obviously is only a general statement, and this obviously may be subject to many conditions, and this obviously may this and that, a lot, a lot of fine print to cover anything about pre predictions of the future. You can't predict the future in, with certainty, you can, you, can, you can extrapolate. So when we're saying about Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hoya Hoiva V'yir, so Hoya V'hoiva is a very strong affirmation. We say HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, we, you know, we have Edus, we have Edus of people, Abbasenu Siprulanu, Abbasenu Shamanu, we saw things, we, 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 we believe the world we see around us is Moichel Aretz Kvoidoi. How do we say something about the future? Yes, it is part of our Amuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is um, eternal. But, but if I'm breaking it up into past, present, and future, where does future come in? So the meaning of future is a much deeper meaning than just, it doesn't just mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will exist. That, that's not a statement that's meaningful for us to make, really. The, the, the Zoya HaKadosh says on Erke, Moshe Rabbeinu was asked, what is Yom Hashem? He said, Erke. So the Zerker says, Ano zamin lemehevi. I am getting ready to reveal myself. In other words, I, there are things happening now with a tachlis in the future. In other words, when I say a statement about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hoya Hoiva what I'm saying is, the Hoya and the Hoiva, I am... Um, I testify to, I accept the testimony. Yeh means HaKadosh Baruch Hu's maisim have a destiny, <coughs> a future, a tachlis. Shabbos is called tachlis shamayim v'aretz. In other words, the world was created 
not only as what it is, but the entire creation was created with something that, with an intent to become something, to become, to realize itself in some place. So in other words, when we speak about what will be, we're talking about what's here in the present for a tachlis. What's here in the present that contains a future in it. Um, it says by, by um, Hannah that when she said, when she asked for a child, she said, Akash Baruch didn't create anything for nothing. Shadayim elu lama, rechem ze lama. In other words, I have a worm in my body that are, that are there to give birth to something. They must be able to realize themselves. They weren't created, the Shadayim and the Rechem, the, all the organs in a woman to bear a child and to nurture a child, were not created for naught. They were created with a tach, and therefore that tachlis is, is, it begs to fulfill itself. So when we look around at the world and we ask ourselves, what are the things we see in the world? We see in the world it was created by someone. We see in the world that it is, it exists. It's a lead. There's an hugger. There's a shkacha of someone. And more than that, the, the, the totality of a muna is that this world has a tachlis to it. That this world has purpose to it. It's, it's, and the first mitzvah that man was created was purvu. In other words, the mitzvah that he was first given is to recognize tachlis. Tachlis is not easily perceived. It, it takes a deeper understanding. I can look and see things. I say, I see a table. I see, or I see a piece of wood. I can say somebody must have made it. But that has a tachlis to it. Is, is, is a much, it's a step much further. So the, mm-hmm. the, the first mitzvah is Puravu, meaning Puravu is the mitzvah of the Bria bringing out something in itself. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu imprinted into the Bria and he created a world, there were three elements in this world. The recognition that it came from somewhere, the recognition that it is being, that there's an hugger and ashkocha from somewhere, and that this world has a tachlis locked into it. It's meant to go somewhere. Hoya hoya v'yeh. There's a fascinating some sefer. It's in his chuvis. I think it's Yerdea, if I'm not mistaken. And he sort of speaks about Yud Gimel Ikrim, uh, about saying it, not saying it. And he mentions a ha'ara that he never understood the last part of the Yudgim Ikrim, the, the idea that there'll be Scharva Einish, and, and maybe Mashiach he speaks, I don't, I don't remember offhand, but he basically <coughs> says, what's the point of that? In other words, not every fact is an Ikri Amuna. Ikri Amuna are fundamentals that are Mechaev, the relationship of so if I knew that Kodesh created the world, that, that he imposed on us a Torah, and we as, as creations are obligated, then isn't that enough to tell us that, that we have to keep Torah? 
that there'll be schar for it is a nice thing, and it might be a true fact. But why is that ikri emuna? That there'll be Moshiach Mashiach. That's true. It's a halacha. It, it's it's in the Rambam brings it in, in, in the context of halachas because because Melech Mashiach at the end of the day is just a, a melech. He's he's a dinner malchus based of it. But why would that be fundamental of emuna? <coughs> I mean, you know, the chi of to keep Shabbos is very important, but it's not a fundamental of Amuna. It brings Amuna to us. So, so this whole chilek of Dani Maimons, of Schar Onesh, he leaves with a question mark pondering, why would that be Ikri Amuna? At the end of the day, the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has the moral right and power to impose on us, and the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has imposed on us, and, that, and that's Torah, as given through Moshe, and that will never change, is enough to Mechaev a person to keep in Taisha Parach. That's, that's, the, the, um, that's his question. I, I would like to suggest that our t- it, it, the Emuna the, the in Schav Einesh and Mashiach and Trias Mesim is obviously not there to sort of en- entice us to do the mitzvahs. That's not, that's not the, the Nakuda. The point of it is that that understanding gri- the, the fundamentals of a Muna are our grasp of defining a Kaddish Baruch Hu. How do we define a Kaddish Baruch Hu? We define a Kaddish Baruch Hu as the root of everything, and that's the, all the pieces that deal with what a Kaddish Baruch Hu is. We define a Kaddish Baruch Hu as the Mitzaveh, and that's our present state. We are Mitzuvim, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mitzaveh, and we define a Kaddish Baruch Hu as putting Tachlis into the Bria. And therefore, um, and therefore, the 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 the, um, the the belief that this bria is headed towards a shleimus is part and parcel of our tefisin akadosh baruch hu. Akadosh baruch hu. If a person doesn't believe that, then he believes in haya vehoyve. He doesn't believe in yia in the full sense of the word. Yeah, Akadosh Baruch will be alive and well in a, in, 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 in a few m- millennium. That's true. But that's not the full meaning. Here means there's now a mahalach in the Bria to bring it to a certain point. The Bria is going somewhere. And that's part and parcel of our tefisa of what Akadosh Baruch is to the Bria. The Bria is the Bayer Olam. The Bria, the, 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 the is the Bayer Olam. The Rebbein Shalom is the Metzavah, and the Rebbein Shalom is the one that's bringing the Bria to a Tachlis. When a person, the world of Shav, it's the world of Sheker, denies HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, the, the Emes HaKadosh Baruch Hu versus Avorzor is a Sheker of sorts. The world of Shav denies HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the sense that there's a Tachlis. If I use a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name for Sheker, and I say, you owe me a thousand dollars, I swear by it. If I say that, and it's Sheker, then I equated a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name with Sheker. And that's obviously a terrible thing. That's, that's in my mind, the two are, are equal. Uh, you know, if, if I can say about something that's Sheker, I can use a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name, then that's what I've done. If I use a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name for something that is purposeless, I've been oikered the concept of Yiyah from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Then a Kaddish Baruch Hu is purposeless, because I equated it. Saying that night now is night, or saying now is day, is a purposeless statement. And therefore, I've, I've associated a Kaddish Baruch Hu's name with Shav, which is the equivalent of Sheker, 
in many ways, it's worse than Sheker. Because you, 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 the, on Sheker, on the Chelek of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he created the world, um, his Metzaveh, I can I can be mesiachas to it in a certain way factually, um, whereas the osid that's the panemius of the bria, that's the potential of the bria, that's that's what I put into the bria, and in a certain sense it's a much deeper sense of what um, of, of 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 what is wrong when a person when a person uses it that way. So this the, the psukim over here. Are expressing like is a manifestation of a certain very strong element of emuna. Anochin lo are fundamentals about Hakadosh Baruch Hu's mitzias, and shav is is and which and Shabbos in that way. Shabbos is a very similar concept. It's tachlis words that the world has a purpose in itself, that that the world is there in order to bring out from itself. And denying that is denying, really, in a certain sense, the pneumistic aspect of the Bria. Because the first two Achitzonis, technically, theoretically, the Emes and Sheker can be argued out. Whether they can practically be argued out or not is one thing. But that it's, it's theoretically possible to deal with it. Yes, I'll prove it to you. I'll bring facts. I'll bring evidence. I'll bring rias. I'll bring Seichel. But the sense that the world has tachlis to it is a pneumistic sense. That's where Muna comes in the most because you can't prove Tachlis. You can only say if the if, if the Rebbeinker Alamim created a world and the world is far from perfect and he wanted it, it must mean that this world has in itself something that is perfect and that can come out. If you take a look at Asaph, and that's why I think that, that it's the, the, the Asaph told um, it, it made Aesop summed up his religious theology in one sentence, or irreligious theology, however you want to call it. He, he summed it up in one sentence. Yaakov struck a deal with him, and Aesop said, In other words, everything everything is over at some point. There's no, there's no point to it. In other words, shav avoidelikim means it's purposeless. It has no tachlis to it. And, and it makes no difference in the end what you did. And, and therefore, it, 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 that was Aesop's core philosophy. I was once standing at a base of Kvar as a relative of mine. Loleinu, very vite from anything. And there was a daughter-in-law who was not Yiddish, and she turned around to a cousin, a common cousin, and, you know, standing at a basic verse, a person becomes a sayur, and a deep sense of religiosity overcomes you, and she said, she tells my cousin, you know, we're all going to die someday. The lesson is, you've got to enjoy it while it's there, because there's nothing afterwards. So I said, now, Baruch Hashem, she's following on Zedis tradition. You know, it's, 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 it's uh, that's Esau's point. Esau said, I mean, religion might be nice or well, but at the end of the day, Loma Zel Neichi, the word Loma in Lashon Kodesh is Lema. There are two ways of expressing why. There's Madua, which means what caused, and Loma is for what purpose. 
Uh, today, it's not, it's, I mean, in modern Vritas, you don't say Madu on this very formal sentence. You say Lama, that's, that's it. But Lama means Lama. You know, what for? Bechor is nice, so you, you, you get up and you, and you, you prava your Bechor, but that's, it's over. There's no purpose to it. If, 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 if life would end with death, with our sense of death, if the world would have no redeemer to it, then the, the Bria has no tachlis to it, and it's shove, and it's going no place and, and taking nowhere. That is what the, what the musig of Shav is. And that's why Tzipisali Yeshua. There's a chi of, we're asked lots of love of Tzipisali Yeshua. Um, I understand we have to believe in Mashiach. But the Rambam says, when he speaks about Mashiach, says you have to believe and you have to wait is coming. Why? I mean, Manafshach. If life is good, life is good. I mean, when life turns difficult, then Mashiach, you know, ah, Mashiach's coming soon, the goal is coming, it, and so on. So, so fine. I mean, but I believe. I believe Mashiach's coming. I'm waiting for him. Business is good. Things are okay, and 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 I'm not waiting for him. So we we and the Rambam the Rambam says that if a person doesn't believe or doesn't anticipate his coming, the answer is because the emuna in 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 Mashiach is the emuna that the Bria is not to be what it is. The, the, the world as we see it now can't be the tachlis Kashbrach wanted, and the world was created only with a tachlis. That's the only reason Kashbrach created is for the tachlis that's going to come out. And, and therefore, a person needs not only to believe in Mashiach, but he needs to await his coming because we need to see the world that Kashbrach had in mind. Part of the Muna Kashbrach <coughs> is that Muna. I, I want to take this idea a little bit and, and use it for something I think that is. Um, that is important. I guess this this is very important. I mean, the, the concept is basically Yeshua, and to remove the waiting for Mashiach, just as a way to get through the problems when there's nothing else available. I, I, you know, it's it's something which is a deep sense of it. I want to take it to a different area that I think is in the science today, and it's important. There's a bit of Bechaya in Pashas Kisavai. Bechaya Bechaya says, Zos." What is Yokim Divatarazais? Shaitan will speak about it. Chazal mentioned something. I mean, we, we mentioned all the details. What exactly is Yokim? So, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says as following He says, If a person believes I'm obligated to do mitzvahs, but he doesn't think the mitzvahs um, help you in any way. In other words, a person has the following mindset we're law-abiding citizens, and we all keep the law, but no one, no one feels he's obligated to think that the government made the smartest laws that bring about the best uh, results. Nobody in Israel, nobody in America, maybe in Russia, anything like that, but here, nobody, nobody thinks that way. People, a a law-abiding person means to say, I think the law is stupid, I think it's crazy, things can't be productive. But a law is a law, and if everybody would, st- would start making his own judgments, we, we'd end up having that, That's the best we get. So a person can have that type of attitude towards halacha and dinitaira. That, you know, there's a halachic system, it obligates us, and yes, parts of it may not be helpful, parts of it is that, but at the integrity of the system requires that we keep all the laws faithfully. Um, that's an attitude. The the the, um, the Rabbi says that that's the word yokum means that the person um, that the person 
affirms the validity of the mitzvahs, like a kiyom shtaris. When you have something that you say, it's it it's really the how it's an it's an emes it's an emes. It's not just a pshat that you have to keep because it's a din, but but this is real. This is emes. This is divatara says. So so says that's the chiyuv. You know, it, it's something I want to um, think about because I think in many ways this becomes an assignment for us. Um, we. Baruch Hashem, we, we come from a society, we keep halachas. We tend to look at chukim, which composes of many areas of Torah, as being um, mitzvahs without a reason, which is really a corruption of, of, of the meaning. The, the word of a chok is um, mitzvahs whose reason our minds cannot grasp. It's just like there are sounds our ears can't hear, and, and then the real sounds, there are, there are you know, because Laharaya and different Balachayim can capture those sounds. We have a clear limit in, in a range. We have a clear limit in sight, in smell, and everything. Our minds are limited. And it's something that we cannot grasp. That's the truth. But to say that the mitzvah doesn't bring out the best in a person is, is, is being denying, as Yaakov says, it's denying that the whole Bria and the whole Torah is to bring out the best in the Bria. So, so we, a person, is, it is perfectly legitimate, and not only legitimate, but it's perfectly, it, it is the right answer, that in many mitzvahs I can say, I do not understand, and therefore, so what? But if you will not do this, somewhere along the line, society will fall apart. We're not going to figure out how. I can't, I don't know how, but society will fall apart, People fall apart. It will bring out the worst in a person. Why? I can't tell you. My seichel can't figure it out. But part of believing in Akharish Baruch Hu and in Torah is believing that everything is there with a tachlis. Akharish Baruch Hu had a bria for a tachlis, and the tachlis is to bring out everything that's latent in the bria. That's what a tachlis means. It's potential that's in the bria to be brought out. We must believe that Torah is the vehicle for that, <coughs> and. Uh, we, some mitzvahs are Kodesh put into the range, just like there are sights that are in our range of sight and, and sounds that are in the range of sounds, there are ideas that are within our range of understanding. Um, I was just fascinating side note, there was, we have in Yeshiva Bayas, they, they have lectures once a month, um, some of the parents have, like a lot of people, they were scientists and big scientists work for the government, and um, they, um, so they have a, it's called the Marabu series, and they have a lecture on a science topic by an eminent scientist in the community. And then a Rav um, does a quarter of an hour presentation, sort of giving some Torah framework for the idea. Very, very nice series. And one of the people who is, works in black holes and was explaining about the concept of space-time bending and so on, and one other guy asked him, he's also a scientist with a different field, he says, I don't get it. If space-time is nothing, it's not substance, how could nothing bend? And he smiled and says, yeah, you got it. And, you know, he, he said, you're right, it makes no sense, but that's what it is. And he had no problem with that. You know, he, I mean, it fit, I mean, the truth be said, I, it's not as simple as that. You have different you answer many kashas using that yisot, but the yisot itself didn't, like he said, he said, can you explain to me how something that, that's nothing can bend? 
And he said, and he laughed, and he said, no, I can't. I can just tell you that it bends, even though it's nothing. But, but, but it answers a lot of good kashas. It, it, this is where we had these waves, you know, whatever, he had his things. But, but we need to get used to the fact, yes, chok is the area of em and tachlis that our mind doesn't get. But it, it's not only, there's one step to understand, you must keep all the mitzvahs, and must, and must keep all the even if, quote-unquote, we don't understand and, and there's no, that's fine, that's perfectly legitimate if you don't understand. It doesn't make the mitzvah <laughs> less pertinent. But you must believe that those mitzvahs bring out the best in a person, and those are various bringing out the worst in a person. And you may not see it tomorrow. Radiation looks harmless. It doesn't look. I mean, it doesn't see anything, and yet in, it, it leads. And a, you know, a low dose can lead to a disease of many years. I don't know. We, we, it's something that we may not know. But understanding that. So... I guess going back to the point, in, in Ikre Amunah, in Yisraelis Amunah, in this part, we have the first, the first statement after Anochel Oyeh in Avodah and Metzias HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Lo Sizuhim Kechalashav. That using, associating HaKadosh Baruch Hu with nothingness, with n- no reason, with naught, is something that's most Hummer. It says the world was Vizdazea when they heard it. And it's something that is of ikre muna in what Akash Baruch Hu is. To us, Akash Baruch Hu is the one who brought the world into existence, the one who keeps it going, and the one who has a purpose for it in mind. The Esav's big fear was shav, that he said it has no purpose. It's nice, it comes and it goes, and it's over. That's shav. The belief in a third of our ikre muna, whether it's Mashiach, whether it's Chiesa Mason, whether it's Chava Onesh, is, 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 is not a belief in things that will keep us happy and, you know, you're great, there's great things coming along. It's a belief in what the world is. The world is a place whose tzura, his final tzura is going to be what Mashiach brings out. That's, it's in the world now developing and waiting to happen. And, and the belief in the world of mitzvahs is that each and every mitzvah is not only not only are we obligated because it's sivui, but it's a, it's it's an inherent emis. It's something which exists and is the uh, the reality behind the world. And any keeping the mitzvah, staying away from bears, will bring the world to its best. Chasashon, the opposite. If we if if we transgress the averis or don't do the mitzvahs, the 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 amuna shleim is what we mean when we speak. Kadosh Baruch as hoya hoya that Kadosh Baruch brought the world to being. That Kadosh Baruch who who is leading the world to that. And the lost lover yom shekulei shabbos umnucha means the world that's tachlis ma'ishan varetz. That's the world that we now anticipate. Bezashem. Tzlach.